step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Mosher, Lombardi, and Kane. Cannot the hustle. All right, jump back to college football in a bit. Let's get to the Nuggets and the Avs quickly from over the weekend. The Nuggets win their first game against Phoenix. Fun game. Uh, God, did I love watching Peyton Watson guard KD. Um, did you see KD go 0 for 10 in the fourth quarter? He was very annoyed by Peyton Watson. Very. Um, oh, shh, don't mention his name. Don't don't mention KD's name. They may They may blow the whistle. Oh, Have you ever that. seen a march to the foul line like you saw for KD on Friday night in Phoenix? I yeah. was about to go through my television screen. Moj, did you happen to notice that you were doing your own game, right? Uh, no, we had the night off. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Did you happen to notice how many times you went to the foul it line? It was ridiculous. On one, on it one was occasion. Of, it was a total of 13, by the way. On one occasion, he's dribbling down, pushing Peyton Watson away with his off arm. And they call the foul on Watson. Yeah. At one point, the free throw numbers were 21 to 3, Phoenix, until late in the game when the Nuggets being up got a couple bunnies. 21 to 3. No, on top of that, um, the Nuggets get the win. Really good win, by the way, against Phoenix. I know that Booker and Beal are out, but you didn't have AG and, and Jamal. So uh, cancel all that out. And one thing Nurkic. Takes 22 shots, makes 13. Hey, Nurk played good. Okay, 31 points. Sorry, Marty. Hold on. No, 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 no. You, you should be sorry to me. I'm the one who hates his guts. Yeah, but Marty's got him on a list. Oh, that's right. Thank you, Marty. He had 31 points, but he also fouled out. And there's one thing Get that came the hell to my out of here. yeah. There's one thing that came to my mind when watching that game, and that is this. I'm sure it's incredibly frustrating. I'm sure it's incredibly heartbreaking. It's incredibly personal. But Yusuf Nurkic realizes he never was and will never be Nikola Jokic. So anytime they hook up, he goes absolutely hog wild in good ways and bad ways. He brings his best effort. There's no doubt about it because it was Nurkic who was the starter Mm -hmm. until that fateful December of 2017 when they finally said, all right, Nurk, you're... You're going to be out, and and dude's going to be in. It's basically, it was November, but December is when it really all went down. And there you go. I mean, they, they realized then this kid is better than you, and he's going to be better than you, and Nurkic pouted, and the rest is history, and so on and so forth. But he gives his best effort, but he just knows mm-hmm. deep down inside 
That guy replaced me. I'll never be him. And I, and I kind of feel, in a, in a way, I feel sort of bad for him because that's something that will stick in his craw forever. He'll never measure up to Joker. And I don't know dogs like you guys do. Maybe Marty should be the authority on this. But they remind me, these two guys, Nurkic and Joker. Joker is that prize-winning dog who's so nice and just always loving, you know, loving on the other dog. And the other dog's the one that's always angry and barking and trying to get in your that's craw. Like your, it's like your two dogs, a little tiny white one. Yeah. What's her name? I don't know. Coco? Nur- so Nurkic. And the other one, the rosy one, is the one that, that's a nasty little. Nurkic is always barking and nasty and feisty, and, and Joker's just loving. Joker's mm-hmm. like, it's okay. You're going to be all right. Come on. Let's just have fun. Let's ah. And at the end of the day, Joker always gets the last laugh. Because at the end of the day. Happy summer. Oh. At, the, at the end of the day, Nurkic fouls out of every game that he plays against Joker. Every game. Now, let's go back to that last foul. The, the elbow he threw at Jokic. That was just a dumb play by Nurkic because That's they were for flat, foul every time. Of course, every time. Up. That was a dumb play. Now, did Joker embellish a little? Probably. I think he probably yeah. did, but, yeah. but Nurk knew exactly yeah. what he was doing. Yeah. He knew exactly what was going down. He knew where his elbow was. He knew when he turned and pivoted toward the basket with a flying elbow, he's going to catch Joker up top. He knew it. He knew it, yeah. and he couldn't help himself. That yeah, wasn't couldn't. the worst one, by the way. Jokic had a really bad flop earlier in the game. I was like, he might have got Horrible fined. Horrible flop. Fi- no, like he got finable flop. He actually got fined. Did you hear this? Oh, did he? Uh, in Sacramento, that foul that uh, Sabonis had on him late where he fell backwards. Joker got hit with a two thousand dollar flopping fine for that. Yeah, and did, it's it's earned. Did he did he embellish? Yes. Yeah. Did he get fouled? Yes. Both things can be true. You're not allowed to touch a guy on the chest when he's shooting, which Sabonis did. Mm-hmm. So that was a foul. To sell the foul, because it's theater now, it's Hollywood. To sell it, Joker fell. Hey, look, he touched me. I'm going to fall. So he got he got fined for it. But at the same time, you got free throws for it, too. Um, well, it's like the National Hockey League, where you can commit a penalty on a guy, but he can also flop. Yeah. So you he, he get matching monitors for mm-hmm. the infraction so, and then and then flopping. Just quickly here, the Nuggets split the weekend. Uh, not a great game against Sacramento. Although the one thing I'm super encouraged by, God, Reggie Jackson is so much better than I thought he'd be. He's so much better. The way that guy can just knife to the lane and find a way to get layups. Yeah, he's a comfort blanket. He he really he's is. He's a comfort blanket because you know when he's near the rim, he's going to make layups. Mm-hmm. I, I would love to see him come off the bench a lot more and do that with the second unit. But uh, to the Avs, Moj, I feel like they just got, look, third period yesterday was, was bad. You got owned in the third period. And it wasn't just the goals. It was like the shots, everything just kind of went against you. But that's what happened. Second night, back to back, blah, 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 all that. 22 hours. It's not even second night. 22 hours later, they're facing off a puck. That's that's ridiculous. But I want to go back to Anaheim. What the hell got into Gibson in the second and third periods? You couldn't beat him. He, he was he was a brick wall in front of that net because you start that game 3-1. All right. Feeling good. The amount of opportunities that. I heard it in your voice, Moe. You're like, how? How did he do? Like, the amount of those saves that Gibson had, unreal. Well, let's go back to the the the, the disappointing game of the, the first two. To me, was the Arizona game. Because I think, I think you had Arizona on the run at times in that game, and you ended up losing in overtime. You took a penalty. You killed it off. But as you're coming out of the box. Right. McCarr is trying to pin that puck to his goalie's pad. And oopsie daisy. And it, and right, and it slides in. Okay, so then you lose in OT. All right. 
The Doug game, well, here's the way you look at it. I thought Devon Taves was so mature and so correct in his postgame analysis. We let him off the hook in the second period. I mean, you're up 3-1. to one, Yeah. Right? You're up 3-1, and, and you've got control of the game, and you just sort of... You just sort of wandered around in period number two. And not to say that, that you know, that they didn't inflict a little bit of their will on you because, uh, uh, let me tell you this, in about three, four years, Anaheim's going to be a pretty damn good team. They've got some young dudes who are on the come, and they are going to be good, including the kid who wanted in the shootout, Leo Carlson. That was right a great now, move, by the was way. An unbelie- and he lost wow. the puck twice on the way in. But what they're doing is they're, they're managing his, his ice time. But he scored a, a goal during the game. But in that second period, you gave up two. You're out, out, you know, you're outscored two nothing. And so then, when you get to the third and you put the full court press on John Gibson, and he has one of these classic Gibson type of periods, right? I mean, once he got after the first period, once he got there, he said no more, and he played his butt off. He was, I thought, a brilliant goaltender. So you kind of just gave him the opportunity to, you know, to have that kind of. That kind of period. Yeah. I mean, you really did. Each team had 37 shots on goal, but they did not come about in the same kind of way. Nope. And so you give up a point there because you lose in the shootout. You don't, not only did he not give up a goal after the first period, he gave up nothing in the shootout either. Mm-hmm. Your three studs went 0 for 3. Why? And then, and what? then, yeah, go ahead. So was McCarr hurt at the end of that game? Is yes. that why he wasn't? Okay. That's correct. We kept looking three on three. I'm like, where's Kale? That's yeah, why he was on the bench, yeah, that's right? That's why he was body, overtime. Yeah. More body thing. Okay. So, and I don't know where it came from. He took a shot on the back of the leg. If you remember that, he, he took a slapper. Yeah, I do. On like a, to me, it looked like the like behind the knee or the back of the thigh. And then beyond that, he got corkscrewed into the ice. He got can opener and he corkscrewed into the ice. Goal line extended in that third period. So... He missed obviously yesterday's right. game, last night's game against the Kings, but but it started there. The, I got the, it. And, and Vic, the NHL rule is this: it, there has to be twenty-two hours between puck drops. That's the that's the very minimum. There must be twenty-two hours. Well, the National Hockey League made it twenty-two hours. The puck dropped at seven o'clock in Anaheim on Saturday night mm. and five o'clock in LA on Sunday night. And and again, that, that, that's not to say that. That that's an excuse. I mean, but it's it's just a difficult circumstance. And I thought you played for one and a half periods about, and maybe a little bit more than that, you gutted it out. I mean, you really gutted it out. And you gave up some some incredible breakdowns and a couple of breakaways, and Georgie was stopping everything. It's all well and good. But then you just mm. you just lost that mojo. And when you're tied going into the third period, the Kings realizing that you're playing in the back-to-back, Vic, they came out like crazy. I know. The legs were obviously the difference in the third. Right. At the end of the day, three games on the road, two points. You wanted at least three. Yeah. And you had a chance to and, get And you three. know what? I think I think if you're if you're any team in the league, but especially a good team like the Avs are, you want at least half your points on the road, and then you'll take care of your business mm-hmm. on the home ice. The good part is they come home for five in a row, five straight, starting tomorrow night with the Ducks. Then the season series will be over. Mm-hmm. Go take care of your own business. Still leading the Central, too. Get it back going Yeah, you're still, you're still in first. You wake up on a Monday morning. You're still in first place, but it's not palatable the way the three games went. Hey, uh, congratulations to the CSU Rams basketball team, okay? They keep winning. Mm-hmm. 
They beat Wazoo. Was it Wazoo or Washington? Washington. Washington over the weekend. The first net rankings are out, NET rankings, and, and it's and it includes everything, schedule, computer, um, all these ridiculous analytics that yeah. the selection committee uses when it's tournament time to select the teams to make the tournament. And in the first NET rankings that have been issued, do you know where Colorado State, little old Colorado State ranks? Seventh. I was going to say should be around 10, yeah. Seventh in the country. Seventh. Where does that come from? The NET rankings? Yeah, but do, is that anything that the NCAA uses? It comes or is from a site called Bro Bible, Bible by a guy named Slicebrick. Here's, yeah. here's the only problem I have with your NET rankings. Well, who's NET? Who are these people? What do you mean, who are these people? It's well, a it's combination not, of like a whole bunch of analytics and, and okay, well, strength not, of schedules. Okay, and, that, okay, well, here's the thing. It's not it's not the AP. Think of it like the BCS. Not the BPI. Think here's it like what it BCS. includes. Here are the elements in NET. And, and so, it's just to suffice for you because you're so – it includes conference, record, road record, neutral record, home record, quad one record, quad two record, quad three record, quad four record. Put it all together and that's your NET. What, what is quad? Well, Shut up. I can tell you right now that they're undefeated in every quad. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm asking you simple questions and you can't give the answers. You're using this, I, and I don't disagree with you. I think it's awesome. I just don't know what the hell it is. You're, it's like, let me spring some friggin' uh, trigonometry on you and and then just deal with it. I, I just want to know what, what, what well, does you, quad mean? It's like when you're asking what's war and I say it's wins above replacement. You say, well, who's the replacement? I'm like, well, I, that's hard to judge. It's hard to tell you. Some dude. That's the replacement. Here's the only problem I have with the rankings that they're, they're seventh in the country. Do you know who's fourth? Who's three spots ahead of them? The team they beat by 20, Creighton. Mm-hmm. So, you know what these rankings are? Trash. Okay. All so, right. thank you. Thank you for the NET rankings. Um, How are you behind it? What, what world do we live in where head to head doesn't matter anymore? Like, you, you beat them, you're better than they are, convincingly. Going to roll on 9:30 today. We'll be giving away pairs of tickets to see the Rolling Stones at Empower Field June 20th. And we'll have a keyword at 9:30, so tune in for that. Uh, hey, uh, you're from the Midwest. Uh-huh. You're a you're a you're a Midwestern geek. Mm-hmm. You ever been to Cedar Rapids? I have been. <laughs> Did you see what happened in Cedar Rapids on Saturday? That I don't know. No. What happened? Can I pass along to you when we come back? Sure. We have some time now. Just tell us. No, we don't have time right now. Well, we, we don't have we time now. You're going to have to wait. But uh, Brett, Kane, Brett Kane, I'll put it this way. Everybody listening. When we come back, I tell you the story. You would have been. I don't an, have time right now. An absolute pig in slop. Is it going to be a short story or a long story? I need to know how long I need uh, to take it's this. It's pretty break. short, but it's really good. Okay. As Mosh gives you that. What's I'll, the question? I'll give you the biggest stat that led to the Broncos loss yesterday next. All right. Um, so before Mosh gets to his Cedar Rapids story, let me give you the stat that I think 100% gives you why the Broncos lost. Yeah. You don't want to miss his Cedar Rapids stories. You can't go 0 for 11 on third down, man. That's as bad as it gets. That's that's your line and your quarterback. Yeah. Combined. That's, and that's, that's a reflection of offensive line, quarterback, and perhaps play calling as how, well. How many times, by the way, did we 
say before the season started, oh, you know what Sean Payton's really good at? We could really turn around the offense if you're good on third down. Mm -hmm. And they've been fine this year. They've been, I think, a little bit less in the middle of the pack, like 17, 18 in third down conversion rate. Um, they're going to be way worse now after an 0 for 11 stretch. But you got to find ways to extend drives. Mosh talks about the formula all the time. The formula for the five-game win streak has been, all right, you've been very timely in making things happen on offense, especially on third down, red zone, that sort of mm -hmm. stuff, but also the turnover thing. Well, you were 0 for 3, or wait, minus 3 in the turnover ratio, and you were 0 for 11 in third downs. That is almost always going to get you a loss, and yet at the end of the day, you were on the 8-yard line with a chance to win. I still can't believe how they got there. But you want to see where you lost? 0 for 11 on third yeah. Third down will do it. Uh, not only 0 for 11, the third downs were not manageable third downs that they've been used to, right? They've been able to manage a lot of those thirds. They haven't been manageable. Not yesterday. The other thing, too, that really struck me, did you know that before this game, Russell Wilson thrown 157 passes, straight passes, 157 without an interception? Yesterday, his last 19 pass attempts resulted in three interceptions. Mm -hmm. All in the second half. It's pretty It's pretty simple to me. It looks the same as it always looks. Just you turn the ball over. Couldn't convert on three. I mean, but other than 11, that's no. Listen, listen, listen to Russ's stat line. 15 of 26 for 186. Mm -hmm. Average of 7.2, which is actually up a little bit. Mm -hmm. That's... That's it? Through three picks? All right. I mean, I mean, I, I, it, it seems pretty simple to me. It see, I, I mean, you don't turn the ball over and rest plays that way, you win. You turn the ball over and rest plays that way, you lose. Probably right. It's pretty damn. He played the same, I mean, outside the Cortland drop and the Mims non-PI. Mm -hmm. By the way, if it's, you're Mims, you stop on a dime, you run back into the, the make, corner. Make him run through you. Yeah. But other than you that, it's, sold it's, that a little other than that, it's fairly pedestrian. Yeah. Is it not? Okay, yes. but well, then, then, then why make it more complicated than it has to be? It's not. Well, you're, then, you're bad well, turning the ball over, and then you were bad on third down. Well, then Vic will say, well, that, uh, there's mitigating circumstances. Let me explain to you. On first down from the 14, they decided to run a hitch route on the right side. He gets all, you know, he, he self-medicates with going through each series. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I'm looking at 13 adorable photos of Vanessa Hudgens and Cole Tucker, former Rocky. Great. Shut him off. Well, get to your <laughs> I just did get to my get story. Get to your Iowa State story. We were talking about the Broncos right now. <laughs> we're talking Broncos football right now. I'll go back to watch and look at these photos. Okay. So it, basically we can tell when, when his therapy session is done, his self-medication, because he's he's on Vanessa Hudgens. Oh, he goes straight to the tabloids. That's a cute one. Okay. He's playing for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Anyway. Brett, it's just it's a pretty it's a pretty simple formula. But for all you Bronco fans out there, I am still very much in a this-can-happen mode. The Chargers stink. And I don't care if it was a driving, freezing rain 
in Foxborough. They won their game six nothing, and I'm sure we're gonna have a we're gonna have a look back with a beer. Yep. That yes. We'll do that. They sucked. That was they his were, NFL primetime impression. They were terrible. And the Patriots stink even worse. So that's two wins right there. Oh, you're calling so that now a win already. Now you're at eight wins. Okay, now you're at eight. I got you to eight, okay? Wait, what was the other win? Chargers. Oh, Chargers, Chargers and, and Pats. I'm, okay. gi- gotcha. I'm, gi- I'm giving you eight wins. Now, with the Chargers, it's either home or away. And it depends. The second one all depends on where the Chargers are at that point. If you go to L.A. and you win this weekend, then that game against L.A. on on New Year's Eve is a win. So I'm telling you, so that's three. And now I've got you to nine. Now I've got your attention. Don't I there, Vic? Look at you. I've got your attention. Brett, do I have your attention? I haven't lost sure. faith in the Broncos. I no, that game, that that no, game. But to, you managed to pull yourself away from the starlet and and well, listen to football. Done, I, I saw thirteen photos of Vanessa Hudgens and Cole Tucker, and I'm I'm done. Were they adorable? They were, they're three adorable ones. Yes. Okay. So I've got you to nine wins right now, Brett. Now Here's, all you've got to do, in my opinion, is pick off the Lions or the Raiders on the road on the road at both. Pick one of those off, and I got you to ten wins. Here's, that's going to get you in. Done. End of story. Here's what yesterday did. By failing to convert insta- inside the 10-yard line and beating the Texans. You now have to go 4-1 and one as opposed to 3-2. and two. That's what it did. So you had way more room for error had <clears throat> you won yesterday and converted inside the 10. Mm-hmm. Now you got to go 4-1, and one, which is a pretty tall task. Hey, did you notice? You're right, but it's been a tall task to rebound from 1-5. and five, So. yeah. To say that they can't do it, would you're not paying attention to the season. They just obviously. won five they, straight. They won five straight, yeah. so they can do that again. Did you notice, you know, they talk so much about keeping these players safe. You know, the NFL is all about safety. We got to find you guys for headshots. It's safety. When, when Stroud came up all, did you see his googly eyes and he was all jacked up after that? He was messed up, man. He was messed up, yeah. okay? He was right back in on the very next play. Yeah, I think it was like, what, two two plays later? Maybe? He was right back in and didn't miss much time at all. So I don't want to hear the NFL throw their moral compass my way and say, we're here to protect the players. That dude had concussion-like syndrome. Everybody knows it. Everybody's seen it. Do you agree with me, or am yeah. I just making things up here? No, he was obviously wobbly. Like He obviously. didn't know where he was. They ran, and and here's another indication where oh it's always a fast moving target that causes those kind of injuries. That was a that was a little tush push play. That's yeah. all that was. You couldn't even see the contact. Couldn't even see it. Mm-hmm. But boy, you could see it in his eyes, right? When he tried yep. to stand up. So I don't want to hear that oh we're here to make the game safe. Cuz you can never make the game safe. It's not possible. Not when they're wearing helmets. We had well Headbutting somebody earlier in the game doesn't help either. Yeah, where's um, the fine on Stroud? You're not supposed to leave with your helmet, correct? We we had a fun little thing happen in the middle of the game. Moshe, you missed this. We had Ian Eagle on the show on Friday. So we have the graphic up, uh, as we do everybody who jumps on the show, of Ian Eagle. And in his description, it's American sports announcer. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what, the graphic that's that what Jesse, Jesse gave. Made. Jesse goes, well, I looked it up, and that's what the Wikipedia said, American sports announcer. Because he does basketball yeah. and football and a whole bunch of stuff. So here's well, what We happened. know he's American. What Here's what happened during the show. Hang on. Ian Eagle's going to be on the call this weekend. And last thing for you, uh, is there any way 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And I'm asking this as humbly as I can, that you yes. can say that yourself and Charles Davis are American sports announcers during the broadcast on Sunday. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I could probably do it in the open. It doesn't... <laughs> doesn't take that much. Yeah. I love a good challenge. Yeah, but yes. Maybe not in the open, but yes, at, at some point, I think I think that could be said. Well, so, so hang on. Back it, at energy. It, it wasn't during the open, but they came back from commercial in the third quarter. And this I happened. heard this, and I was back what the hell? Energy Stadium in Houston, Texas. American sports announcers, Ian Eagle, Charles Davis, Evan Washburn, the rest of our NFL on CBS. Yes! Yes! So, yes. Ian, you know, you know, here's a guy who plays along. It's trying to pull teeth with Mosier when we try to get him to say anything that's fun, part of the show. He'll never do it. He never acquiesces to our needs. And this was a national broadcaster. This is a national broadcaster who is kind enough to join us. Millions of viewers. Millions. And he goes on national television and says, American broad, what do you say? American American sports announcers. I thought that was about. Energy Stadium in Houston, Texas. American sports announcers, Ian Eagle. Could you I thought it was a bit odd. I'm like, I, di- I didn't think you were South American. I, I, I didn't think you were. <laughs> so I didn't good. think you were Bulgarian. That was I, a yeah. nod to this little radio station. I love it. Just an ode to us. So thank you. Shout out, Ian. Thank you for thinking of us. You have our undying admiration now. Absolutely. Doesn't that make you feel foolish but now? Mosh, how many times have I asked for you to do something and you just won't? Well, because you, just you won't. Ask, because you guys ask for the stupidest things in the world. I mentioned our show. On the, I, I did the high school broadcast. I mentioned our show. I mention our show all the time hey, on the television no, broadcast. I asked. I always say, hey, listen, Jared Bednar said yesterday morning with myself and Vic Lombardi and Brad Kidd on altitude 925. Hold on a second. What? That is not what I'm talking about. What are you talking about? What you I want me to say, like, a platypus sh- sh- eats sh- at midnight. I would love if you would There's say that. There's nothing wrong with that. Hang on a second. Ian Eagle had the CBS early window game that covered 60% of the map in, in the United States. Yeah. We're talking millions upon millions of and viewers. And he did Mosh. not hesitate. And I asked him to say, can you call you and Charles Davis American sports broadcasters? Announcers. Knowing, or announcers, knowing it would sound weird because you heard it and you were like, that sounded weird. Yeah. And he said, yeah, no problem. I got you. And he did. And Th- for that those, easily. For the, uh, again, one more time. The Iron Eagle paying homage to this show. Back at Energy Stadium in Houston, Texas, American sports announcers Ian Eagle, Charles Davis, Evan Washburn, the rest of our NFL. Outstanding. Now, now, how about this, Moj? This isn't off the wall, but we were trying to come up with something. We were trying to set a trend here. Um, When the Avs are on a power play, there's a go-to. They have McCarr handling the puck around the blue line. He kicks it over to McKinnon at the dot for the one-timer, right? That's that's every single time. Mm-hmm. That's what they do on the power play. Hey, Are this you listening would, to me? This would apply to McCarr, too. Are you listening to me? Listen to me. Hey, Sorry, get, I'm looking up. Uh, are you going to Vanessa? F- just, no. 15 adorable photos of Britney Spears and her kids. <laughs> no, no. Listen, Moj, listen to me. What? Focus. Yeah, yeah. Abs are on the power play. Okay. McCarr has the puck at the blue line. 
He well, kicks it over to McKinnon at the dot. Mm-hmm. McKinnon does a one-timer, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's a staple. In that, the scored, that scored against Arizona, yes. We wanted yeah. a name for the shot, yeah. okay? One of our listeners came up with a great name. What? A McCannon. McCannon. McKinnon with that's, the McCannon. That's kind of, that's kind of clever. Yeah, I like it. Can you can, can you, you call that there? that specific play? Can that be the McCannon? Sure. The okay. one timer from the dog. See, that's Sh- not Sh- even Sh- being shake on it. That's not even being silly though. That's not. I'm Sh- not asking you to say the platypus eats yes. lunch at midnight or whatever. I, I'm just saying that shot is now the McCannon. Are shake we good? Okay. I got good. you. Okay. And that's not even as out there as that's what I'm saying. Is what Iron Eagle did for us. Um, speaking of, I want to thank everyone involved with uh, Chassa. Canvas Stadium. How is that Collins. speaking of what Ian Eagle done? Well, I announced a game yeah, too. I announced oh, a game I'm too. an American sports announcer. Okay, how about gotcha. how about in the five A though, man? Columbine mm-hmm. getting over on Creek. Wow. Well, I, a couple couple things I want to discuss before we go to break. Again, it was a wonderful scene. It was great doing the games with Tyler Columbus and Rachel Toss and our entire crew is awesome. I know Nate and uh, Sanford did them on the radio. The four A game featured. Um, a Blake Barnett kid, the quarterback, was going to K-State. Erie, the Erie kid. Yeah, Erie kid. Congratulations yeah. to Erie. He injures his ankle. He's out. Two series later, he returns to the game. He's limping all over the field. And Tyler's like, are we sure he should be playing right now? He wouldn't miss it for the world. They hold on. They win the game. He's crying afterwards. It was very dramatic. It's a, I love high school football. The 5A game, and I told Tyler this privately, I think Columbine might win it all because I think their run game is superb. And that was proven to be the case. They got a kid named Josh Snyder for Columbine, five eleven, about a buck seventy five, not getting recruited by any D one schools. Mines is all over him. Congratulations to Mines, by the way, Colorado School of Mines advancing again, undefeated number one to the Division two uh, semifinals. But anyway, Mines got a hold of him. This Snyder kid ran up and down the field on Cherry Creek. He also returned a kickoff, ninety eight yards for a touchdown. And, it's on fire. And Columbine goes on to win the 5A title. Perfect season. Uh, Creek had a great season as well, but they just did not have enough in the tank to stop Columbine on Saturday. Uh, 3A, congrats to my alma mater, Holy Family. Winning everything. They won the Boys and Girls Basketball Championships, Softball Championships. Nobody gives football a rat's Just win it all. Sorry. I don't, I, I don't mean that. I mean, I, I do care, but nobody cares we don't about, care about your happiness. right now. Right. You don't care about me being happy? Yes. Correct. Would you Would you rather I be upset? Hold on. Moj, can you get the Cedar Rapids story done in like a minute? Dateline, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. X-Golf likes to come up with creative promotions. The golf simulator bar is a popular spot for those who live throughout eastern Iowa because of those promotions. Latest idea on Saturday. Pour until Iowa scores. Turn oh, into a no. lot of pouring. Thanks to a struggling Iowa Hawkeyes offense. Anybody who reserved a stall, a simulator, got free beer from the time it kicked until the time Iowa scored. Oh, God. They lost 26 to nothing to Michigan (laughs) in the Big Ten title game. For three hours, the beer flowed free as the Hawkeyes could not find the end zone. In the end, general manager in training, Des Briner, estimated between 100 and 200 free beers were served. Good Lord. KWWL-TV reports roughly 120 free beers were poured. We had all eight of our indoor bays going at once. 
We did the math on it. In average, it would be about three and a half beers per person for everybody that was in there. We don't have the exact number, but it was a lot more than we would normally have on a Saturday for sure. Three and a half beers per person? Are you kidding me? If it was you and me, Kaner, we would have three and a yeah. half beers. I'd be drunk. By the time we got done with the front night. I know. Three I'd be and out. A half. bunch of amateurs in Iowa, man. And they're free? Get drinking. Free. So can you imagine that? Uh, Iowa hey. had 155 total yards. <laughs> Dude, free beer. That was the most predictable game, wasn't oh, it? So yes, good. Of yeah. course it was. That was. Of course it was. How good is that, though? The, the over-under in the, the first dude. half for Iowa in points scored was .5. And the under hit. And again, the the total under hit again. Was that the ninth or tenth straight game for Iowa? Dude cracks me up. Ooh, someone's upset. Someone says, oh, and what CU record? What bowl game are they playing oh, in? Shut up. So. Shut up. Iowa's offense sucks. They're boring to watch. I hate them. I don't care about the record. Hawkeye games recently, it's been hit or miss. We have people in here, but all eight bays were going for a solid three hours. <laughs> Jeez. Um, all right. Speaking of college football. Oh, that's great Can story. I give you guys my tinfoil hat theory? I got a conspiracy theory sure. as to why they put in Bama over FSU. Yeah. What was that face I for? just don't like when you have conspiracy theories out. Oh. My reaction is always, yeah. Well, my conspiracy theory, I'll give it to you next. All right, here's the conspiracy theory. Bama makes it as the four seed in the college football playoff. Undefeated Florida State gets left out. If you missed our discussion on this earlier, it'll be on the podcast. But I got another reason towards this. With the way that college football is going, and we're we're seemingly steamrolling towards super conferences. I don't think it's going to happen anytime really soon. They'll probably stay this way for the new Big Ten, new SEC for about a decade, and then they'll reevaluate. But here's what I'm thinking. Once they get there, these conferences could very well say to the NCAA, don't need you, see you later, bye, right? It's possible. Could just kick them to the curb. I think the committee and the NCAA said to themselves, the last thing we want to do at this point is piss off the SEC by keeping all of their conference out of the playoff. And I think it's a huge factor is why they got in. It's it's, politics. And it's very reason why if, I'll give you another example. If Georgia had lost and Alabama came in with two losses, so let's say Alabama wins the SEC title, I think Georgia gets in over Florida State. I I think they probably do. Yep. It one loss Georgia them team. behind Florida State right now in the rankings wouldn't have been that way. I agree. If that scenario I think no matter what, an SEC team makes that national championship. They they get to the semifinals. The worst nightmare that the committee had was that they had three undefeated teams from power conferences that weren't the SEC. That was their biggest nightmare because now they had they're faced with the decision of well, what do we do? Who do we keep out? Saying that Texas with the same record as Bama. But beat them earlier. They couldn't do that. I think this is all about what's going on. What happened? Read Garrett's text. What Garrett said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty true. I know. Pretty it happens. That, that'll happen occasionally. Hey, but, um, but, but Brett, here's... No, no, but just to finish this, Mo. Yeah. I think this is so much more to do with 
the politics well, part of yeah, but I don't we're think becoming obsolete. I don't the think last that. person you want to piss off is the big daddy. Who's becoming okay. obsolete? The NCAA, NCAA as a whole. Uh, I don't think it's, it's already that. obsolete. I, I, I don't, yeah, I don't think it's that, Brett. I think it's this. What do you think would have happened if they kept the SEC out? Oh, rage. Of course they would have raged. Secession. And, and would that Secession. So you do understand what I'm saying. Yeah. You want nobody really cares that Florida State got left out. Nobody real. The SEC would have raised hell if they didn't get in. See, but we're, we're speaking, and and I fully admit this. Everything we're saying today in support of Florida State, we're all speaking out of principle and fairness and the meritocracy of football. We want the games to count because what you're telling not me, necessarily who we think the best teams are. Exactly. Because if I thought if I pick the best teams, hell, it's wide open. Now, now you're giving me a wide open. I can sit here and pick four teams that perhaps aren't even in your picture, right? I I have no idea. It's it's completely subjective. But if you're telling me that a loss in September on your record, a blemish means at nothing. Home, at home, means nothing. If that means nothing, I'm asking you for the sanctity of the game of the sport. Why am I watching football in September? Yeah. What, what what use is there if next year Alabama or Georgia, if they lose a non-conference game at home to another power school? Convincingly. Why should, yeah. Why should I watch that game? What what What's the reason for me to feel any emotion from a win or a loss there? I try to think what would have happened had Georgia won. Would Florida State be in? I think the answer is yes. They probably would be in. Nick Saban last week leading up to the Wait, game. Who would be in? Say that again. If Georgia had beaten Alabama, it would be Georgia, Michigan, and Washington for sure. Would Texas leapfrog Florida they State? They shouldn't. Right. But they did anyway. Like, I, I'd be because, arguing the same principle. Only because Alabama beat Georgia and Texas beat Alabama. And so they're justifying their reason. Because if you're justifying putting Alabama in, then you have to put Texas in because they beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa. Yep. That's the way this goes. I heard Nick Saban last week in his press conference lobbying <laughs> and politicking. Do you recall this? Of course. Where he yeah. said, hey, it, no matter what, an SEC team not getting in would be an absolute crime or whatever the hell he said. Mm -hmm. Something along those lines. Basically laying the skids. Or said be, the best football conference lay, in, the, in the, the country. Say, Craig, say. If they didn't get in, that would be, uh, yeah, whatever. Say, Crime, say, shame, say, whatever. That And all that was because if we win, we want in. That's what he was saying. Yep. If we win, we should be in. And when Saban talks, people still listen. So you're telling me that that didn't work a little bit? You're damn right it worked. You're damn right it worked. Just like, uh, what's his face? Uh, lobbying for, for Embiid to be the MVP in the NBA. Kendrick Perkins. Yes. You don't think it worked? Of course it worked. You know, it's good to be the king. And uh, the benefit, this is the very reason why people uh, despise the Alabamas, the Notre Dames. I get it. You know, it's a Notre Dame game. I get it. Because you do get the benefit of the doubt. You do. They're granted leeway from yeah. a mistake. And you, nobody else is. You're, you're exactly right. And, and it sucks. But when you're trying to, and when you're in that corner, listen, I'm not being hypocritical here if this was my team enjoying that advantage i'd be like yeah this is great what are you talking about i don't know what you're referring to we all do this it's human nature yeah. right can, can, we, we we listen it's human nature in every sport we, we criticize lebron for flopping and yet nikola Jokic just got fined two thousand dollars for flopping our player our mm -hmm. guy did it 
Right. We 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 criticize we criticize um, the NFL for coming down hard on Kareem Jackson and Baron Browning, and yet there was a play in that game yesterday where Russell Wilson got hit. I thought was a clean tackle, and they flagged a personal foul on the tackler. Mm-hmm. It, it's just what we do. Can can I hear from what's his name? Boo Radley. What's this guy's name? Boo. Boo Corrigan, who is the brother of Kevin Corrigan, the guy I worked for at Notre Dame, the uh, Smashing Crosby. Pumpkins guy. If you know what, what you don't like when I make references. Put a dollar in the jar. Put a dollar in the jar. Nobody need to know that you, you and his brother had like a, a, a wine at Notre Dame thirty years. That ago. was important. Okay? So that to get that in there was vital. So Boo Radley to this story. Here. Let's, Boo Corrigan, let's get hear, it right. Let's hear Boo Radley and what he had to say about this decision. Why did you choose Alabama? Well, I, I think in looking at it, and again, that 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 was the decision. It was Alabama at four? Florida State is a different team than they were through the first eleven weeks. Uh, Coach Norvell, their players, their fans—you know—an uh, incredible season. But as you look at who they are as a team right now, uh, without Jordan Travis, without the offensive dynamic that he brings to it, they are a different team. And the committee voted uh, Alabama four and Florida State five. Okay, stop right there for a second. Stop right there. Um, Reese Davis, the proper follow-up to that question is... Uh, Reese Davis, Alabama grad? Yes, Reese Davis, Alabama grad. The proper follow-up to that question is, so Florida State would have made it if Jordan Travis was healthy. Mm Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this. That's that's, yeah. that's what he's telling exactly. me. Exactly. And here's the thing. Don't buy it for a second. Of I don't not. buy that at all. I, I still think they don't make it. Me too. I, I agree. That, me, is, that is an easy cause, cop cause, out Because if that's the case, if we're going to base this on health, you know, that, those bowl games are still a month away, right? Mm-hmm. It's a long time. What, what if Milrow, God forbid, God forbid, what if Milrow got hurt mm-hmm. and wasn't playing in the bowl game? Do they go, oh, well, wait, let's redo this. Here's another follow-up. Very simple one. Hey, Boo Radley. Okay, gotcha. It's Boo Corrigan. Boo Radley, listen to me. Do you know what Boo Radley's from, Vic? To kill a mockingbird. That a boy. How about Boo Weekly? Here's the second Golfer. follow-up. Do you know he, doesn't know, he doesn't know who he is. Boo Weekly? He doesn't no. know. He doesn't He's know. a professional golfer. He, he used know. to play with camouflage wedges. Yeah, he has no idea. That is so interesting. Fascinating. Uh, Boo Radley, well, here's the second follow-up. With those three boos right there. My friend Chris O'Neill's younger brother was named Boo. What he just said was, Florida State without Jordan Travis is a worse football team, despite being undefeated, than Alabama is, right? Yes. Here's the other follow-up. Alabama doesn't get the fourth and 30. Are they still in? Same no, thing. they're out. Why? Same thing still applies. They're, st- they're yeah, the but, exact but, same. But, no, 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 Moshe, Moshe. But, but. They're the exact same football team that they would be had they not had a miracle fourth and 30 go in the end zone. But Milrow, the exact same but, football but Milrow team. did complete the pass and they won. What does that matter if they're I'm better? Just saying, or not? I'm just saying that they won. He are, his argument was not resume. It was I, not record. I, I, his I argument was they were better I get than it. Florida State. I, Brett, you're, you're, so why should that factor in at all? Here's what I'm not going That's to do. That's why it's the follow-up. I would I, love I to hear it. him answer that. I get it. And here's a great, great point from BJ. Can you imagine Boo arguing a 12 and 0 Alabama team was a different team without their quarterback? And put a twelve and one FSU team in, not. right? Of course not. Right. So it, it it goes back to the SEC no, but Moshe, and the how politics. How could Alabama so ever win a championship if they have to pull their starting quarterback and put in two? 
Mm-hmm. Oh, Tua. They did oh, They yeah. did that at halftime because oh, yeah. their other quarterback wasn't good enough. Cardale Jones in Ohio State, they, they, they found a way into that national championship pick. Give me a break. You know what? I would have more respect for the committee if they said, hey, guys, we're the committee. We know what's best for the semifinals. We want the biggest audience possible. We want the theater of college football, the grandeur of college football, the pageantry. This is what we're here for. These are the teams that we believe will give you the best product. If they said that, if that were the the conditions of picking then the four, you, then at least you'd be like, honest and you live with it. Like, you know what? Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Then I'd be then then I would sit here as a fan and say, You're exactly right. Because I I am more interested in watching Alabama versus Michigan. Yeah. I think that's a better game. You're right. But that's not what we've been told. What we've been told since birth is that games matter. That Playing a, another team in a regular season game, that matters. The regular for season fans. of college football should matter. The argument for college football fans, whenever it came to this expansion of the playoffs, how many people, Moj, hate the idea of going from 4 to 12? Hate it. Why? Oh, it's going to water down the product. The thing about college football is every week matters, and if you lose, then you're out. Not true. No, no, it's you, not true. You're exactly right. You just told me, selection committee, I don't need to watch college football. Until the playoff. Mm-hmm. And that being said. Until the championship. That being said, Nick. Thank I, I refuse. Refuse. I refuse to bang my head against the wall with this anymore. This is the last year of this crap. And I will never have to deal with it ever again well, because I don't care about the well, 13 no, team. All they're doing is kicking the can down the line now. Teams numbers 14, 15, no, and no, 16. No, no, no. I don't care what they think. I don't care. It, it is different. I, I don't care. what they, Those three lost teams, I don't give a rat's rip. They don't matter to what me. What if one of those teams is Colorado? What if Colorado next Too year? Too flipping bad. Oh, 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 mark this down. Marty. Too Marty. flipping Marty. bad. Write no. it down. Make a note of this. What's the date today? It's December 4th. Oh, happy birthday, Dante. Right. It's my kid's birthday. Give my, kid, give my kid some respect. <laughs> Wait, I'm not disrespecting you your kid. kid's birthday. I know. I just remembered. Just give him some respect for a second. I'm Happy not disrespecting birthday. him. Mark it down December 4th, 2023. If CU or CSU found themselves in a situation a year from now, let's say three losses, sitting on the precipice of the college football playoff, Mark Mosier will have a lot to say about it. Here's Hold what I'm going to say. Three you're words. Bo- you're both wrong. Three you're words. both wrong. Three it's words, in the middle. Right. Two flipping Bad. That's wrong. Again, it's December 4th. Happy birthday to my 21st uh, birthday old uh, boy, uh, Dante, by the way. <laughs> I forgot about that. That was a long time ago. Um, He's now 25. Holy crap, we've been doing this a crazy long time. time. The answer is between you guys, by the way. It's not too flipping bad, Moshe. We're going to argue about the 13 and 14 teams. I won't. It's going- yes, we I'll, will. Then I'll take those days off. We- Perfect. We right. will. It just It's not going to matter nearly as much as now because you know what a 13, 14 team won't be? Undefeated in a Power 5 conference and left out. And I couldn't care less anyway. 303-504-0925. Back to the Broncos here. And again, uh, how's this for something to chew on here in the next few minutes? The Broncos lost. That was a big game for playoff implications. They're now dropped to about 20% chance of making it. But is this a game where the Broncos came back down to earth? Or the playoffs still viable? We'll get to it next. You ready for a football take, Andy? Take it. Crickman and Lindahl. The Green Bay Packers are going to make the playoffs. Wow, okay. Jordan Love has played really well. He's getting some chemistry going with those young receivers. You're watching a team figure it out. You're watching a young quarterback and a play caller get on the same page. They're cutting it loose much more than they were. I think the Packers have found something. The schedule favors them. You know the team they got to hold off, too. 
the mighty LA Rams. Nate Kreckman, Andy Lindahl. Today at 3, Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. The holidays start here.